Agony Podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Pada. Oh, hey. Hi, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was a very friendly hello for the podcast. They really need to, so the podcast studio has a window in it. No, the door. The podcast studio door has a window in it. And when someone stood there, it often looks like they're trying to come in. So I was like, oh, wait, someone's just trying to come in when we start. But they're actually just walking past. And no, they're, they're, I just waved and said hello. They're just our biggest fans. Oh, oh, People clamouring outside the door. We're changing our podcast vibe to be very like immersive, to feel like we're with you walking down the street. We're just hello. Here. Hello, Susan. Feel the wind on your skin. <laughs> Feel the air. Damp with humidity. I don't know. <laughs> Feel the Tesco's bag breaking <laughs> your fingers. Digging in. <laughs> you know when like it's cutting off blood circulation, but, you, hate but you refuse to buy a second bag and you forgot to bring your, your reusable bags with your you. Your bag for life. Oh, classic. Classic. Anyways, hi listeners. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing? They can't answer us. We need to remember this. <laughs> Say it every time. Always forget. How are you doing, Remy? How's your week been? Oh, well, my week? Whoa! When I write in forms now, i got to write a different answer. <laughs> Sorry, what? Cause, cause, have, you, have you changed your name? Have no, you I've, changed your address? I've, I've changed my age. <laughs> oh my God, it was your birthday. What am I saying? It's Ruby's birthday. It was my birthday. It was Ruby's birthday. And, and now I have to remember a new age, but it's all very confusing. Okay, but would you, we want to explain the fact that you lied to me for the first, what, you two years of our friendship? I... I wasn't lying if I also didn't you know I wasn't telling the your truth. Age. You lied about your know. age. Ruby lied about her age. I find age very confusing. It feels like something... It's literally the most unconfusing thing in the world. It's it is linear. Really, really. Because it feels like something that should be constant, but really it's changing all the time. And then also... It changes once a year. Yeah. But then people are like, oh, are you ready to change your age? And then I'm like, oh, God, I've mentally prepared for my age to change. So then I start telling myself, oh, you're going to be... 28 soon and then and then I start thinking I am 28 and I'm going to be turning 29 soon and then and then that just happened <laughs> a lot and it's also thing is you added two years on yeah because <laughs> I was when I met you you said you were two years older than you were yeah I was 25 but I got you said you were 27 I thought I was 27 and I was like oh cool I'm 28 it just all escalates for me <laughs> I didn't know. I was I was getting prepared for the next stage, but then for I was the opposite of what most women. And then I started, and so so there was a year when I worked the moment when I worked out, and I was like, oh my god, I'm still twenty six. I was like, wow, (laughs) that's amazing. I what like I I I'm always like, where has that time gone? And Ruby's like. God, I could have sworn it's been a year or two longer. Like, what? <laughs> what are you on about? Also, do you want to hear something horrible that I heard the other day? <sighs> no. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. No, go on. <laughs> now we have to. I hate that. Do you, people are like, do you want to know this? I'm like, I would actually really like to say no, but that's, <laughs> it's people's way of saying like, I want to tell you this thing that you might actually like to hear, but now you have no choice because I asked you, did you want to hear it? And you said yes. But you can't really say no to those questions. Yep. I was just filling t- time. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, you when you your age isn't the year that you're about to complete; it's the year you've just finished. 
So I'm actually entering my 29th year of yeah. existing. Yeah. And I've completed 28 years. Yeah. So it's so that's another reason why it's confusing. Because I'm actually no, on my 29th year, but I am 28. But that's that doesn't Are you sound a fucking right. child? <laughs> You're one. Well, you've been on the earth one year. You turn one year. When you've yeah. been on the earth 10 years, you turn 10. But then you like, are doing your 11th year. Once you hit 11 years, you're 11. Once you, like, how is this difficult? But that Ruby, feels like... you're just really bad at change. <laughs> like, this is an astronomical level of being bad at change. <laughs> it just seems unreasonable. It happens once a year on the same day. On the same day every year, you change your age. But then, oh, don't, I'm not even going to get into it. Sometimes your birthday is a good year because it's on the on like the Saturday, and then sometimes it's on a Monday. It doesn't even feel like your birthday. <laughs> just... Yeah, okay, I get that, but it still is the passage of time. Also, with Easter, sometimes my birthday was in the summer holidays, in the Easter holidays, and sometimes it wasn't. So it does feel like it changes an awful lot, Catherine. And I don't know why you're screaming at me. I'm sure because <laughs> shut the fuck up. Mine is at the end of January, the worst time of the year. There's never any holidays. Everyone's broke. Everyone's miserable. No one's got any money. The weather's the worst it's ever been. And it's not even festive. It's just fucking freezing. And no one wants to leave their house or talk to anybody. And that's why I came into the world the way I did. <laughs> Fucking Aquarius. I don't really know what that means, but people tell me that they're like, yeah, you're an Aquarius. I'm like, why does that feel like an insult? I don't feel like I give off Taurus energy. What is Taurus energy? Why, I, why are you supposed to be? Well, I know I, I've looked up <laughs> before because someone said, I was like, are they fucking, do you know, someone was like, yeah, you seem like a real Aquarius. I was like, is that you? Is that fucking, are they having a go when I don't? <laughs> It's like when someone swears at you in another language. You know when you, like, you can tell people are shit-talking you in another language. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what the fuck? And so I googled Aquarius and I was like, oh, I think it depends on what type of star sign they are if they find this insulting, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know enough about it. But wait, what, what what's a Taurus supposed to be? The only thing I know about, number one, we're a bull. Do I? Okay. Am I a bull? I don't think I'm a bull. Ah! <laughs> I said nothing. I said no let the record state. We're literally recording this. But yeah, but I'm I'm sure even the, the record will show. The listeners will also they they'll feel that vibe. Go back. Go back the fifteen seconds that you can hear on like They thing. can't hear me raise my eyebrows. <laughs> they actually can't. Then you admit it. <laughs> no, I'm just stating a fact. Go on, Taurus is our bulls. But then the only thing I remember is that we are stubborn. <laughs> Cool. Not even sure. Uh, go on, ah, uh, go, uh, go on, Ruby. Finish that sentence. I don't think I'm. Go on. I don't think I'm that stubborn. That it's like. What a would you consider a personality to be that trait. stubborn? What would you consider as that stubborn? I'm sure. I'm just very fucking curious what the gauge is here. I just don't think I'm. My, I don't think I feel like everyone's got a little bit of like pushback, but I don't feel yeah. like it's a a key personality trait of mine. Okay, 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 interesting. And do you know what? I will put my foot down on this and I will not move. Yeah, I <laughs> bet you fucking would. As someone who lived with you, are you stubborn? Do you remember telling me about the time when you, your family decided that, was it, I think it was Christmas, Christmas, that you didn't want to, that everyone was like, oh, why don't we just, rather than everyone having to buy everybody gifts, why don't we do a Chris Kindle? And what happened, Ruby? You just run me through that there. What happened? <laughs> I? 
Go on, Ruby. No, Shut but that's not fair. Daisy, how is that? How is Daisy it not fair? Had I've more, asked. Daisy has had more Christmases than me just because she existed seven years earlier than me. So therefore, she's had seven more magical Christmases because I exist. So as the younger child, I then allowed for the magical Christmas to exist longer for her. And so I have to give up my Christmases early because everyone else is done with it. Sorry, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> I'm not done. I love... <laughs> no! Stubborn little brat. <laughs> Stubborn little brat. Youngest child. Yeah, stubborn little shit because you've never had to bend for anyone else because everything just gets to be your fucking way because we've got to keep the magic of Christmas alive for a grown fucking adult. <laughs> but she's not stubborn. I'm not stubborn. Yeah, Ruby, just to clarify, this magical, when this Christmas conversation present happened, what age were you the youngest of the family? Oh my God, are you going to ask me about my age Oh, again? come on, ballpark, how many years ago was it then? Was it? Okay, it wasn't the Christmas that's just gone. <laughs> Where you would have been? 27. I would have been 27, so I would have been 26. 26! <laughs> but she still wants seven more magic Christmases. Look, also, you're being like, Ruby's being so stubborn, she's asking for more presents. No, the whole point of the argument was that I wasn't asking for more presents. I was like, you cannot stop me buying everyone in my family a present, okay? You can all group together and buy me one present, or like, whichever thing was that. Like, but like, you can you can do all that with me. I don't want more presents. I just want to be able to buy everyone a present. Yeah, but then and you're guilty. You Tripping everyone into buying you presents. You just want to be like, I'm so good. I'm but going to get why, everyone I, a present. But this is, I told everyone. Shut I wasn't going to surprise them. It's like when people go, we're only going to do little presents. We're only going to do a little thing. And then they surprise everyone by doing a big thing and then making everyone feel guilty. I was letting them know beforehand, a month in advance, you were all getting a present from me. Because you said, <laughs> I, you can't make me change. I feel like that was said. You said, you, you said, you can't make me change. That feels quite stubborn to me. <laughs> I listen, I'm not an expert on what stubborn means, but I think refusal to change is I'm sorry, not an expert on um, being stubborn, stubborn for you, ten points. And then yet you will not let this go, will not change the subject. No. Oh, I never denied that I was oh sorry. I never denied that I'm a stubborn little bitch. Never denied it. I know who I am, okay? I don't think it's one of the traits of being an Aquarius. Anyway, so Catherine's yelling at me the day after my birthday. And like, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think that's a big mania mood. (laughs) (laughs) I've only just turned 28. Do you know who I hate? People who are like, it's my birthday. So everyone treat me like a fucking princess. I know, I've heard your bit on it. (laughs) Yeah, I literally talk about this on stage. On fucking stage. And and, I'm out here telling the masses, wind your fucking necks in. (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, it's so Yeah, but what if your birthday's on a Tuesday and then you can't do it? You have yeah, to make you, it a week. We've, we've agreed. Hold on. Because you were so intense about your birthday, you specifically sort of said you didn't want anything to be done on your birthday or you didn't want anything major to happen on your birthday because you didn't want to celebrate it on Tuesday because it wasn't going to feel like your birthday. So your birthday is being celebrated on a Saturday, yes? Yeah. Yes. And I am not able to make your birthday and I have explicitly apologised. Not because I couldn't see you Tuesday, which I couldn't. I already had tickets to something because for someone else's birthdays, fuck me everyone's born and but I had tickets to the theatre but I was like I'm sorry I can't make it to the Saturday not the Tuesday because you explicitly stated I want to postpone my birthday till the Saturday so don't it's actually a couple of days before your birthday and I can shed it if I want to (laughs) there we go you only get one day and you you asked to move it and that's fine we can all agree Saturday is now your birthday because it's more of a birthday day understand but you don't get to fucking have Tuesday and Saturday I can have whatever I want do you know people who are like 
new thing people are like it's my birthday month I used to do a bit about people who say like it's my birthday week and they wanted the whole fucking week. like everything was all about them all fucking week now I've heard people mention like they're like oh yeah come out for June it's my birthday month I'm like excuse me I, so, a month a twelfth of the year no, no a twelfth of the year honestly the stress of organising anything for my birthday is horrible I, I can do it for a month no I for a month. also I keep saying to people I'm like where is your mother? <laughs> that is who should be celebrated. Okay, what did you do? You just existed, right? And don't get me wrong, birthdays are nice. I actually realised this when I had my first birthday party in 17 years when I turned 30. That it is quite nice to get all your friends together and it's nice to be celebrated. I had one day, one day, one day, one party, one half a day for one party when I turned 30. There are people who are like turning 28 and they're like it's a whole month of celebration they're going on a birthday holiday they're going out for a meal with their family then they're meeting their granny for a meal then they're fucking doing bombless brunch with the family Jesus Christ no one has the time the energy or the money and now you've got me off on a birthday rant on your birthday episode I am sorry <laughs> I seem like such a curmudgeon thank you for your apology Catherine yeah and look Saturday you, 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 you'll be getting be a present you. <laughs> you won't see me busy sorry we'll talk about it next week yeah. Um, but yeah how was your not birthday birthday yesterday Ruby uh, fine <laughs> do you know what I did I did everything I normally do but I put on eyeliner oh hey hello 28 I know uh oh <laughs> oh and then we did a pub quiz me and my housemates because I wanted to do something to mark the day yeah I feel bad as well because that pub quiz was right by my house but yeah. I was not around but that's fine and but- your birthday celebration on Saturday are also incredibly close to my house and I am not around <laughs> But I wanted to do something just to mark the day. But I very much said to my housemates, being like, "This isn't my birthday thing, so don't 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 feel." Oh like, no, we've all got the memo. Like like, <laughs> but like like, I just wanted to, to hang out and do something fun, and so we went and did a quiz, and uh, I felt very good when I answered one of the questions. I was like, I "What don't was know. the question you answered?" They I'm were, always interested with people when they're like, "There was one. I have a historic one, yeah, but yeah, you go." <laughs> no, it was just that they were doing. They were playing theme tunes. And you had to, of TV shows, and okay. you had to work out what the, you had to say, so write down what the show was. And the second one, I was listening to it, and I was like, oh my God, I know it. And then it kept going, and I was like, bitch, I got this. And then I can see everyone else hadn't got it. And it was Sarah Jane Adventures. <laughs> but, what the fuck is Sarah Jane Adventures? It was a, a, a children's spinoff of Doctor Who with um, an ex-companion from like the Ted Baker years, uh, Sarah Jane, and Canine, which is a robot dog. And it was like a bunch of, like, like she had adopted a child and then the child was in school in the school and they said they built aliens and stuff. But I was listening to it. I was like, bam, you can hear the Russell T. Davis era music, like, uh, um, inspiration in it, but, like, it was longer, and it was, I was like, bam, Sarah Jane Adventures. I know that. You are looking at me like you didn't have that in Ireland. So, to all the Irish listeners, um, <laughs> Doctor Who is this TV show. Wait, you didn't have Doctor Who in Ireland? No, I've been through this with you before. No, you've been through this with me before with Dick and Dom and the Bungalow, but not Doctor Who. So we did not get the BBC because I don't know if you know what the B in BBC stands for, but it is British and famously us Irish, not British and don't like to align ourselves with anything that is. So we Irish TV shows, there's an Irish person outside who could verify this, but um, (laughs) they, uh, because I've talked to them about this before. Basically, we used to get loads of American TV shows in Ireland because Irish broadcasters didn't want to buy like 
Irish audiences didn't want British because you know you'd imposed your fucking culture enough. And um, <laughs> eight hundred years, we were sick of the seventies, so yeah. we didn't we didn't get any British. Well, we some, but like Coronation Street, that's about the hilt of it. So we didn't get any British broadcasting. So Doctor Who, I genuinely until I no, do you know when I first remember being like, what the fuck is Doctor Who? And I, but I just thought it was like a t- just a normal TV, like just a <laughs> standard TV series, was when one of the people who played the Doctor was on the Graham Norton show and they were talking about Doctor yeah. Who and everyone's like, yeah, I remember it. And it used to be played by Tennant or... I don't remember who it was, but they were making such a big thing about this person who was the new Doctor mm. being on the couch. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, it felt like they were talking about like the new James Bond or something. But I was like, how... I've never even heard of this. And then I've moved here and people yeah. like you and people are mad for Doctor Who. But it is not a thing. Like, people in Ireland will just be like, I've literally never even heard of it. Wow. Yeah, I know. There's like a big bad world outside of Britain, guys. Get a passport. Fucking discover it. No. Um, but, I mean, the reason why I'm more <laughs> was, surprised... That was Doctor very Who, intense. Doctor Who was like very... I could get that. But then there was an era when it was Matt Smith's... Um, Matt Smith's era of Doctor Who. Really like... Don't then, get me wrong. I think there's some nerd... Once the internet came in... Yeah. I do think there are... The internet got I want to say nerdy then, people in a loving way in Ireland who probably... You know the sci-fi kid, the people who love Star America. Wars. Yeah, so there it probably has since, but when nineties, no, yeah, like when era. it was just the tally, no. There was also a question in the quiz where it was in the true or false round, and I can't tell you how quickly I wrote down the answer when they were like true or false. Um, uh, Britain was the first country to recognise Ireland as an independent state, and I was like, ha ha, false. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly so. So you weren't on board. I have no idea who was the first country. I mean, I found out it was America. Yeah, I, I, had no I was going to say, was, but literally like, guess. <laughs> if you had to really guess and think about it, America. But, yeah, but I was like, I was. I'm Should not, we the American president over for the week? The other week, great time he had. But I was like, it's definitely not us. You guys were not. You were not. You were not. Do you know what? We see you and we hear you and we understand. That was very much not your response to us wanting independence. <laughs> Which is why Northern Ireland exists. But anyways, we moved swiftly on. Yeah. Yet the Doctor Who was not, I think, in the pub quizzes thing. You were at this pub quiz, yeah, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, this right. is your Cheryl Cole one, isn't it? Cheryl Cole. It's, I am so proud of myself. I've never been prouder of myself. So basically, me and Ruby were at a pub quiz with um, my ex-housemate, your current housemate, Louisa, who went to Cambridge and all friends of hers. Was it for her birthday, maybe? I don't remember. But friend, people who went to Cambridge. Mm. And they were all very smart. And Louisa does this as well. We've played games with Louisa. Like, you know those games where you have to stick the name of someone on their forehead? (laughs) I will never fucking forget this in my life. I stuck... Who did I stick? Something like... Uh, Lewis Hamilton. It was some. It was a sport. It I remember was a sport. it was a sports no, it was, person. It was Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, right? Yeah. So it was some like a very prominent sports person. So I stuck him. I wrote him down. It was on Louisa's head, and Louisa was like, "Am I, you know, a thing?" And she was like, "Am I a historical figure?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Am I famous?" And uh, she was like, "Am I famous in my field?" I was like, "Yes." And she was like, "Histor, like whatever." And she was like, "Am I?" She was like, "Am." something whatever and then she was like am I from the renaissance period and I was like <laughs> what type of question it was like question two or three she asked and then she was like am I from the well, she said well, there was definitely thought, like am I a scientist from the 1800s yeah that was what she was like she, we, she was like um, yeah okay so I'm from the am I from the 18 am I a scientist and we were like no and she was like am I a political figure we were like no she was like am I a writer no am I a poet no she went through like basically 
arts, science, politics, and basically just entirely forgot. She was like theater, music, drama. She was like bass open. Like she did all this stuff. She was like, if I'm not a musician and like God love her, like she's a smart girl. Do you know what I mean? She was there and she was like, if I'm not a politician, I'm not a writer, I'm not a scientist, I'm not an actress, I'm not a a musician not a politician she was like what am I famous for and we were all stood there being like sport name any sport name a sport and I was like way to show that you're an absolute fucking nerd so you forgot that sport exists she was like what else can people be famous for she even said she was like gaming gamers I was like fucking no that was so good so but so this is this is the way Louisa and her friends would like you know, try and problem solve. And the quiz that we went to was quite a quiz, quiz team, like a serious pub quiz. Not serious, but like a, it was, a legit it, one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Quite a legit one. Less jokey stuff, more like... More like proper just, trivia but, questions. Yeah. So me and Ruby didn't have a lot to contribute. <laughs> nope. Not very much. I brought vibes. Yeah. We brought energy, right? So, and they were all like being like, oh yeah, it'd be like, you know, something about like fucking... Keats or like you know William Turner was most famous painting people are like no that was the one that won the prize what's what's the other one the one that and like be naming like fi- fucking famous works of art and me and Ruby were like coo 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 do My- they do chips here um, <laughs> so but then right I was so fucking proud so there was this one round where we see the the quizmaster would list a load of things and the thing that they all had in common was a year so they all had to match up to this year so we stated loads of different things and it was like you know the year Britain signed an agreement to allow I don't know Albania to join the year like all these sorts of like important and they were like wait that was late 80s early and they were all like trying to figure it out I was like having a fucking clue having a fucking clue having a fucking clue and then they said the year that Cheryl Cole was born and these Cambridge lot looked at each other and were like "Uh," and I was like I can do this (laughs) now I do not know the year that Cheryl Cole is born but and basically I stood there and I was like no and Louise was like you don't know because like, I'm not like some mad Cheryl Cole fan I was like no but she went out with Liam Payne and I remember when she went out with Liam Payne it was a big deal because there was a 10 year age gap there were 10 years between her and Liam Payne Liam Payne was in the X Factor on One Direction when I was 18 and I remember they were all 16 and 17 he's one of the oldest ones he was 17 so if when I was 18 he was 17 that means he is one year younger than me if she's 10 years younger than him that means she's uh, 9 years older than me so if we subtract my age from her now I'm born early in the year so it could be different but I think it has got to be at least uh, 1981 or 1982 and they were like what? Like none of them understood anything I was saying about Liam Payne and da, da, da. but I was like I think because of her age gap with Liam Payne and because of how much younger Liam Payne is than me it's got to be that she's nine years older than me so it's got to be this year and they were like mm. and it was they were all like it's early 80 or, they didn't know I was like it's 19, It's 1982 it's 1982 <laughs> or 81 I can't yeah I think I said like 1982 or 1983 whatever it was and I was like, it's 1982, it's 1982. And they were like, right. And Louise was like, if you get this, I'll buy you a pint. I was like, fucking do it. And then the guy read it out and I was like, yes. And I stood up. You, you stood up and screamed and everyone turned and looked at you. <laughs> and this again is a pub quiz where there's like proper pub quiz team, and like we trivias. Got, and this was one answer. One answer we got right. <laughs> we came round. last in the whole pub. And yet 
when that happened, I stood up and Louisa was like, incredible, and went and bought me a pint. Everyone else was like, but they, and then it was so funny, we had to hand our sheet over to the people beside us and the people beside us were like winning or coming second. <laughs> yeah. They were really good. And God love them, I could see them correcting the round and getting like this one correct answer and like one other <laughs> correct answer. And they were like, what were they cheering about? <laughs> But listen, who says pop culture isn't knowledge, right? It is knowledge, okay? And it's the steps that we take, like, when you, like, you're like, okay, I reckon I could get there with that answer because I know this piece know of information, the, this and this and this. And you know what? I think that shows that I, you know, it's it's show your work. <laughs> and I actually think my brain being able to say, I know one bit of information and if I think hard and focus, I can figure out the rest <laughs> is actually a very good thing. I obviously just need to read more. <laughs> Speaking of reading I've been doing lately, we should get into Ooh. these problems. I know, yeah, time has passed. Yes, let's I just clocked the time. We've having a great time. It's your birthday. <laughs> Not a great old time. You. Okay, so speaking of reading and problems and things that I'm going to learn. Actually, none of these problems can help me learn anything. <laughs> I mean, it's been pointed out. We, we get really proud of ourselves if we remember when these problems happen in relation to world wars. <laughs> so, I think in the last episode we were like, did women have the right to vote at that stage? I consider myself a feminist. I should know these things. <laughs> but anyways. Mm. Mm. Okay, so this one, we've heard from them before. Ooh, have we? Girls Own Paper. Oh, the Girls Own Paper. 1899. Just a mere 100 and... No, 90... Oh, fuck, I'm so bad at maths. Do you know what? You can do just, this. I believe in you. Add one year to that. And yeah, then and just, oh, hold on. <laughs> just give me one fucking second here. Uh, just listen. About ninety years until Cheryl Cole was born. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's 124. <laughs> okay, thanks, baby. Thanks, appreciate that. Oh god. I'm, listen, I have no problem saying I'm bad at math. I'm bad at math. Anyways, this is from uh, Japonica. Okay, Ooh. I know. Yeah. Can Japon- I see the spelling of that name? Japonica. Oh wow. And I've googled it, and I think it was just a made-up name. They just made it up because even in the problem, as you can see, they put Japonica in quotation marks. Japonica. So, we do not see how Japonica (laughs) can require advice in italics Mm -hmm. on such a subject. Most girls of 18 have some knowledge of the rules of propriety. And if in doubt as to allowing stray young men to kiss her, (gasps) ignorance in brackets, ignorance which we do not believe she can consult an older person her mother or one of her brothers we often think that such letters are written by foolish and vain girls to show off there could be no other motive for writing to us about such a subject so what we have here is basically, apparently, Japonica has written in to be like, I don't know whether I'm supposed to allow stray young men to kiss me. That basically, she's like, I don't really know what the rules are. Am I allowed to kiss men? And these people are like, you're a fucking liar. You're just doing this for attention. And we won't humour it, even though they wrote about it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so... She's basically trying to brag. She's like, am I supposed to let the boys kiss me? (laughs) Because they're all dying to, and I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. Okay, so well, there's two different energies here. Either yeah. she genuinely did want advice, mm-hmm. being like, 
what is the social faux pas? Yeah, she's 18. She's 18, which is still baby. Also, it says, you could ask your mother or one of her brothers. So she doesn't have a sister. Maybe her mom is like not easy to talk to. Maybe she genuinely was like, I need a gal's advice. This is girl's own paper. Surely this is what this is for. Yeah. (laughs) Way to yuck someone's yum. What? Yuck a yum? Have you ever heard of yucking a yum? No, what's yucking so like a yum? If, so something that someone's like, yummy, like, oh, I love, <laughs> I don't know, I love, like something, someone likes something and for yeah. someone else go, ooh, that's gross. Oh, Do you know what I mean? yuck, like yucky. To yuck a yum. A yum like a yummy. So don't, don't <laughs> listen guys, if you're not laughing, you're learning, okay? <laughs> yucky a yummy. <laughs> so like, don't, if you said, oh my God, I love, like I'm allergic to oranges. If you were like, oh, I love sucking on oranges and, so tasty, da, da, da. and I was like, Ugh, gro- Ruby, that's gross. They're disgusting, and then you feel like, oh no, but I really like them. That's not nice. So I would never yuck your yum, just because everything's not for you. Don't yuck someone's yum. I love this phrase. Yeah, same. I'm gonna be using that. I did not invent this. I defo didn't invent it. I think. <laughs> Am I really <gasps> <Endowed>? <laughs> Am I? Did you know you could work out the year Sarah Cole was born? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I feel like maybe Girls Own Paper, the advice columnist, is yucking her yum. She got a snog. Let her have a snog. And also, I, I mean, Catherine, you've got brothers. I do. Would you have gone to your brothers about That's this? That's a fucking lovely nut. John. John. Get the fuck out. John. John, do you, mind, do you think I can kiss boy? That's sick. Disgusting. I tell you what happened. The first guy I kissed in my school, um, I kissed him, and then John didn't know. Uh, but two days later, this lad who was a bit of a cocky, arrogant lad, but why else was I kissing him? Um, I have a type. <laughs> and, but anyways, Tom, John, my older brother, was like playing football. Or no, this lad was playing football, and John, my older brother, because he was older, just walked up to him in the corridor and was like, here, let me play with that, like, as in, give me that ball. And the guy was like, fucking no. So John put him in a dustbin. And so then we got around the school, oh, if you kiss Catherine, her brother will throw you in a bin. So then no one wanted to kiss me in school. <laughs> Because everyone thought my brother would commit violence. Even though he didn't give a flying fuck about me, he just wanted to embarrass a first year and stick him in a bin. And, and to get a ball. Yeah. He had yeah, a name. Sure, he had a target. Sure. John had a reason for the violence that time. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah. I, so brothers aren't who you go to to ask about kissing. That much I can tell, no. tell you. What, what, about would you... what about your mother? No. No. <laughs> Stars, man. Probs not. So you're an advice column and you're like, uh, don't ask me for advice. <laughs> well, also, they, they're like, how could you not know? You're not supposed to snog people. But also, again, like, that's, you know, maybe she doesn't even know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't. Well, the next place where people get advice and Catherine, I'm looking to you here because I have not read this book. I don't even know if you've read it. But the Bible. The Bible. Does it say anything about snogging? Um, is there anything specifically about kissing in the Bible? I don't think so. Because that's, that's so. what these girls were reading. The Bible, do you reckon? Yeah. I don't think she was. Okay. Because here's the thing. I reckon if she was go, if this girl was going to mass, I think she would have got the vibes. Like, I don't think anyone ever turned around to me and was like, do you know what sex is? Great. You shouldn't do it. I just knew that 
like I didn't even know what sex was and you shouldn't be having it in Ireland like the the shame in religion is just Ugh. is just imbued in you somehow it's not specifically stated so I feel like if this girl and her family were going to mass regularly she would have got the vibe that you're not supposed to be kissing people mm-hmm. but then also this is what this woman is saying that like maybe you're just like you're writing in this to brag like you want it seen in this paper that these young girls out there but then why would she use a fake name if we think that's a fake name because she's lying that's why this woman is accused that's why the but then there's no way of it coming back to her. If she's used a fake name and then they're like, you're bragging. But like, they're what? not, they don't, speci- really, they don't specifically write back to her. Loads of people use fake names. But then how can she be bragging if they can't even be identifiable to be her? Just because they want to like, oh no, but it's not, well, one is either bragging or two, she thinks she's lying because she just wants it to like, in. like, do you remember when, um, oh, do you remember when we were younger in like Miss Magazines and Kiss and all? Mm. Um, they would have cringe stories. Oh, yeah. And I remember one that like, it's always stuck out in my head because at the time I wasn't using tampons and then I used tampons and I was like, that story was bullshit. <laughs> that basically someone was like, oh, I put a tampon in but I was wearing a skirt to the disco and the string of my tampon could be seen like underneath my skirt. And I, I don't care how short that skirt is. She was like, <laughs> it was dangling there and everyone saw it. I was like, also your legs, like what were you squatting in the middle of the dance? Like, There's no physical way someone saw a tampon string dangling between your two legs in the middle of the dance floor. So it was when I was older, I was like, that story was bullshit. She, she had an extension cord. On yeah, I'm like, how long was this string? Were you threading it yourself? What's happening? <laughs> so I feel like this might be that. But you can think of something a bit better if you're going to make up a story. Not everyone's won awards for writing, <laughs> Ruby. Not everyone is creative writers. So what would you say? Okay, this girl doesn't know should she be snog. Firstly, I think snog away. Yeah. I think go for it. Now, you've got to do it quietly. You can't let people tell because, you know, this. there is the whole thing of reputation for 18... 80, no, 1899. So, you know, shite balls all around, but, wait. What? 1899, that means the next year was 1900. Yeah. Yeah. 1981 is when Charles Cole was born. So if she was born in 1981 or two or something, then it was only 80 something years. I was not 126. We, I didn't realize we were using Cheryl Cole as our like now marker point yes, of the passing are. of time. <laughs> I thought you were doing up to present day. It was 124 okay. years ago from now. Oh, okay. But <laughs> do you want to work it out from Cheryl Cole years? No, we don't have time. <laughs> God, I don't think Cheryl Cole's got this much airplay in a while. Where, what are you up to these days, Cheryl? Where is she? Fernandez, Pachulis, Versandes, Cole. Or just Cheryl. Do you remember when she was like, I'm just Cheryl? And we were like, you are not <laughs> famous enough to pull in Adele. You can't be a one-name wonder. To be fair, I don't even think I, I ever knew what Adele's name was. Adele's last name was. I still don't. I like, but and she, I love her. She started out the gates as Adele. She was always Adele. Always, always was Adele. But you got that. She, I get that she started out the gates as Adele, but she also knew what bagpipe she had on her. So she was like, <laughs> I'm going to be a fucking legend. Yeah. And also, I don't think she was ever someone who wanted to be famous. I really do believe that. Mm. I do believe that she didn't think she was, she just likes to sing. She doesn't seem to want to do anything else. Do you know what I mean? She just likes to sing and write music and do that. She's not like, you know, doing sponsored Instagram posts and all that sort of shit. So she doesn't. She really doesn't have to. She re- she's made. She's absolutely grand, isn't she? <laughs> Delighted for her, do you know. Mm. Anyways, what are we saying about Japonica and kissing? I think if you're gonna, Japa, that, that is how you'd say that. Why am I asking you? <laughs> 
ridiculous. Can't do maths. Can't read. I did Google it. It's not. It, nothing comes up. It doesn't seem to be a name. And they've used quotation marks, which makes me feel like they're like, what even is that? Do you know what I mean? But they're also being very scathing in their response in general. Mm. But if you're in any doubt as to allowing stray young men to kiss her, ignorance, which we don't believe, they don't even believe that she couldn't know that young men should be kissing her. Well, let me clarify for you. You do whatever you want with mm. those young men, Japonica. Now, do you know what I mean? Like, take your time. Don't be doing anything you don't want to do. But exactly, do what you want. And snog all around you. Because you're only young once. Do you know what I mean? Like, have those heyday times. I went to go see Dancing at Lunasa last night at the National Theatre. Yeah. That's right. I'm cultured. And <laughs> I don't know if you know the play, but it's sort of about, like, these four sisters that are older and they're all, like, reminiscing their youths a bit as well. And I'm telling you, I was looking at some of them where we were like, you know, sort of some of them are in their 30s and 40s and they're like, oh, I remember when I used to go to the dance and I was really keen on this boy and and they're all now a bit sad because they're like, um, quote, gold spinsters and none of them married and stuff. And I was sitting there being like, this is me in 10 years, (laughs) even though it's set in like 1936 in Donegal. But uh, so kiss all around you so that when you, if you do end up a lowly spinster or a widow or married unhappily, that you can be like, God, do you remember the time I snogged your man down the back of the country at least you've got stories to tell. Yeah, live then, your life. If you are going to tell stories, I recommend a three-act structure, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. International Writing Award winner here, Ruby Carr. Oh, oh sorry, I don't think it was international. I love, I love that she's like, that. should I be kissing boys? Ruby, like, here's some writing advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if, if they think this is a false story and this is made up, like, make it... Make it so unbelievable it has to be true. They either... Well, actually, maybe they don't think it's untrue, actually, now that I read it. I don't think that they think that the story isn't true. We often think that they don't believe that this girl could be like, whoops, was I not supposed to do that? So they're like, you know full right that you shouldn't have. We often think that such letters are written by foolish and vain girls to show off. There could be no other motive. Okay, so one moment, girls are stupid and can't know anything and are stu- like silly. And the other moment, you're like, you should know better. It's like, no, I'm going to play the idiot for as long as I can. Yeah. I'm going to go, oh, whoopsie, oops. I do that a lot. If I Maybe as well. So I'm just like, whoops. Oopsie. Oh no, oh no, I didn't realize. Was I not supposed to do that? I oh, always put no. on an English accent if I pretended to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just trying to reverse the racism because people for years thought the Irish were stupid. Oh no. Anyway, come mind. <laughs> Was that your English accent? Yeah, it got, lo- got away from me there for a second, didn't it? <laughs> okay, let's do another problemo. Okay, another problemo. Um, so this is from Castles. Castles? C-A-S-S-E-L-L. Um, Kessels, 14th of March, 1857. Oh my God, we've got an exact date. 14th of March? Yeah. Ooh. I know, yeah. This one's specific. This book is more specific. So it's Victorian times. And this is to Jemima. That any respectable girl of nearly 17 should spend her visits to church in giving and receiving passionate glances from a stranger. Okay, also, what's with all of the shame the episode so far? Both It's religion. Has been Just because you were raised without it, have some compassion for those of us <laughs> who weren't. But it's so far, both what have been like, ugh, girls, yeah. our main demographic of people who buy our newspaper, but you guys are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, all the, all, we, we would be getting flat. Look, feminism doesn't come from nowhere, right? <laughs> us girls have been getting fucking shit on for a long time. Okay. So, Jemima, any respectable girl of nearly 17 should um, 
that any respectable girl of nearly 17 should spend her visits to church in giving and receiving passionate glances from a stranger, <laughs> accepting notes slipped into umbrellas, subsequently obeying requests for a private meeting at dusk and then earnestly listened to and afterwards ask our opinion upon a proposal of elopement <gasps> appears to us so outrageous that we can only look on the letter as a hoax. No. Same thing all over again. Oh, they don't believe her. God, this is, But that's... Okay, no. That's wild. Number one, when it started off and you were like, scandalous looks. And I'm like, oh, the timid Victorians, am I right? <laughs> They're just... I don't know how you do it, a scandalous look other than a slow blink. No, but, I will say, when she goes... A bit daunting. That any um, respectable girl of nearly 17 should spend her visits to church giving and receiving passionate glances from strangers. The only fucking reason you go to mass as a teenager <laughs> is to be able to scope out who's there. The sexual tension between two teenagers at mass when you're like, there's no one else. Like, because when you're like, oh, I'm 16, he's about my age. Who is he? Like, if, especially if you don't know them. You're like, oh my God, who is that? And you're is like, that like, we're when- obviously just looking at each other, pretending to pray. No one's praying at 17. That's like when you go to the airport and there's someone else there who looks about your age and you're like passing chips. Getting on the flight and you're like, oh my God, we're both alone. Unattached. What's going to happen? The sexual tension when you sit into an airplane seat beside yeah. a man who seems to be by himself of your age and you're like, hey. <laughs> You just get it's like when you go back to primary school, it's that like being like, I'm sitting next to a boy. Or no, do you know what it's like? When you're like out with your parents or something and they run into a friend of theirs and their child's there and it's like the same age, but you're like 15, 16, and you're like, Are we gonna fuck? I don't understand. Like Do you know what I mean? There's just something about when you're around someone who's your own sort of age and you're like, I'm obviously we have to fancy each other now. Like, Maybe that's also growing up in rural Ireland. I have three brothers. They were the majority of the men at mass. Any of the other ones with a good pulse on them did the job. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oshin Gallum wasn't my type. Anyways. Um, okay, so this girl has been sharing glances, accepting yeah. notes slipped into umbrellas. Oh my God, the that. subterfuge. So good. This is so sexy. We're in an episode of Bridgerton. No, but is that like, is that like, like someone passed her an umbrella and she pops it open and a note falls out or that she stands with an umbrella to one side and someone slips it into her Well, umbrella. part of me oh feels like maybe, right, I had a feeling that when you, they were like walking in the rain and the umbrellas were maybe left in the, um, oh my God, I know what it's called. The like foyer of a church where you, the, oh, anyways, whatever, at the entrance, okay. shall we say, um, foyer. Who the foyer. fuck am I? <laughs> Literally, where did that come from? Uh, but the uh, the umbrellas be left there maybe this person slipped a note into her like knew her umbrella yeah. and put a note into it so as you say when he it popped knew up, her umbrella or she put the note in his yeah either way sexy shit That's this is like real. 50 shades of grey for the Victorian era <laughs> slipping notes into umbrellas subsequently accepting quests for private meetings at dusk and- and dusk of all times. Dusk is a great time. Dusk is, is a sexy, sexy time. time. Sexy time. That's why you hear you see perfumes now. They're all like dusky wood, or <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I mean. Like it's a sexy yeah, time. Is dusk? It's a very sexy time. I've met a man on a hill at dusk. 
maybe that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> but like, oh my gosh. But that, and then, um, earnestly, uh, and ask, so earnestly listening to and asking our opinion on a proposal of elopement. So now, she's done fucked about and got herself a proposal. But it's got to be, so there's obviously something forbidden about this. There's something that isn't okay. Because why else is it subterfuge? Why else is it an elopement? Why doesn't he propose marriage and get the family's consent? There's something that's naughty to this. But do we? it doesn't seem like we're told what's no, naughty. No, so shall we read on? Do we find out what's naughty? I don't know. Oh my God. I can't remember. I want them to be together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for them. I mean, we. this again is just what the advice column says. We don't know. Mm. Um, so... Uh, proposal of love appears to us ever oh yeah hoax such things such <laughs> this is such things as Jemima describes may happen under the fiery skies of Italy and Spain but long may it be before our fair pure English maidens the best of their country and the pride of our hearts innate s- imitate such shamelessness and forfeit that modesty and delicacy of thought and deed which is their birthright. <laughs> no! Look, maybe the Italians are meeting at dusk. Maybe the, maybe Italians- the Spaniards are swapping notes and umbrellas even though it's not rainy in Spain so why the fuck do they have umbrellas? Oh, have you not heard about the rain in Rain's Spain? Rains on the Spain? Yes, I have. Famously. <laughs> But so, okay. but they're like British girls. The Italians and the Spanish, they can have passion. You can be prudent. <laughs> you can be modest Ugh. and delicate. No. Pure and fair. No. Fuck no, up. No, Don't be pure. No. Don't be fair. But Go meet the man in the, by on the crossroads at dusk. This is the most exciting problem we've, we've ever had. had. <laughs> and I swear to God, if you took their advice and decided, oh yeah. Least I, at least I get carried away with the passion. And remember, I'm English. <laughs> right? I can tell you now for free, it's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> it's really not. Really not, Grace. We really are. In the long run, have some fucking passion. I think that is where the rest of the world in England clashes a lot. Well, the rest of the world's a bit of an overstatement. But also, yeah. I think... Like Ireland, no, I'm not saying we're not like good at talking about our feelings or anything now. Don't be don't be going that. But we're a passionate people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. sport and we're we're passionate. You know, you hear Irish songs and music and poetry. I think that's why it's on the yes, they rightly say the Spanish. They're so I look I, when I was in Spain I talked about it here. Everyone's just shouting all the time. They're all roaring at each other. And when people are talking, it looks like they're having a row, but it's great because it's real impassioned. And the Italians are just fucking eating pasta and garlic and chili and fucking lovely food all the time. And the English are just sitting around being fucking boring. And do you know what? You could do with a bit of passion in your lives. Like I say, let's have some riots. Let's show some passion. <laughs> well, you were listing all the things that they do. And then what do we do? Pub quizzes. And we get excited <laughs> by working out one. Pirate nations. <laughs> That's what you do. You have a royal family that you're very up, stiff and proper. Anyways. Not all of us. <laughs> no, no. But still, but let's fucking get rid of them then. Let's burn the fucking... Do, you know, eat them cake. We should do what the French did. Or, you know, look at the Americans. All they did was throw a bit of tea in the harbour. But it really kicked off some shit. <laughs> we took over a post office in Ireland, right? That's how we started the um, rebellion. Mm. It was the GPO, the General Post Office. Lovely building. But... Again, it was a post office, so like you can start small, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but hit the heart. Anyways, 
I need to I feel like MI5 is going to like come investigate me they're like are you inciting violence on your podcast yes, yes. <laughs> for any of you MI5ers listening also what does your top say oh yeah fuck the male gaze <laughs> Wearing quite an aggressive t-shirt today, but do you know what's funny? This this t-shirt made me seem homophobic at a gig once because basically I was wearing this t-shirt and um it says fuck the for obviously people are listening. It says fuck the male gaze. It's from Black and Beach, a really cool, um, sustainable or um like ethical uh, little company that's run by a woman who is Irish but now lives in Cardiff. Mm. And uh, Stacey is her name. She's great and she does oh, the really cool stuff. And it's embroidered and. Yeah, so shout out them. But um, uh, I was wearing it on stage once and I uh, my hair tie broke before I went on. This back when I had really, really long, thick hair. And I hated gigging with my hair down. I never did it. Uh, but my hair was down. It was covering. And I, but in order to make it irritate me less, I was like, if I gather it all up and put it over one shoulder, yeah. it felt like it wouldn't be oh, so in my no. face. I twisted it. So I put it all over this shoulder, <laughs> covering this side. Right. So people could sort of see, fuck them. And like, not really a lot else. So I was doing my bit about feminism that I used to do back in the day. And I still do a feminist bit, but it's been reworked. And um, I said something of like, yeah, I'm a real feminist. I mean, look at my T-shirt. Uh, or I was like, I mean it, you know, like, look at my T-shirt. It says, fuck the male gaze. I was like, yeah, screw them. And then the crowd sort of, who've been so with me. I have a video of this. Yeah. This, this gig is on film. The crowd who've been so with me really sort of, I could feel this note of like, oh, confusion and strange. And I was like, is this because I said fuck? And then I was like, I'm fairly certain I've already said fuck on stage. Do you know when you're just like, I mean, oh yeah, I really mean it. I said fuck. Oh, yeah. way to have a go. Like, I sort of responded to their response of like, what? And I was like, why have I lost you all there? Anyways, cracked on with the gig, went fine, like, you know, got them back. It was all good. And then Beck Hill was on after me, an absolutely great comic. And she was like, came on, did a bit of patter. And she was like, it was funny, I was listening earlier. And she was like, when I heard Catherine say, fuck the male gaze, she was like, what sort of homophobia is this? And then I realised she meant gaze, as in G-A-Z-E. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) and the whole crowd laughed and agreed. And basically, I had gone out and been like, fuck the gaze, right? (laughs) And then two people in the audience said they didn't hear me say male. They were like, because I, I said, apparently I got like, and in the video oh I can hear that God. now, where I said like, fuck the male gaze. And they, they were like, fuck them, them gays. What did she say? Fuck them gays. And I was like, no, I said, look at it. And because my hair was covering it, they couldn't see my t-shirt. No, it made no sense. <laughs> so just to clarify for the listeners, it says, fuck the male, M-A-L-E, gaze, G-A-Z-E, as in the male gaze through which loads of art is made where women are sexualized and objectified and we're only objects. And that's the, you know, through the lens of the male gaze. And that's what I'm talking about. Not the gaze. We love the gays. I love the gays. <laughs> I'm in Zoho right now. I'm on your land. I'm in your territory. I love the gays. But yeah. So I'm not homophobic. <laughs> oh God. I apologise. <laughs> How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> but maybe- Something about the English being pre- 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 yeah. pure. You you advise on this one because I can't. Well, with this You're one- an English pure fair maiden. What do you think? <laughs> 
I think that this is the most exciting problem we have ever read. The 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 scandalous looks, the passing of notes oh. in an umbrella of all things. Like it's, it's I want to read this book. It's original. It's not like oh, I'm just passing you a note. It's Are a you giving creative writing notes again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she was making it up. But, I think she and was then, living and it. Then meeting at dusk, and then <gasps> the elopement. Just run away with him. Do it. Just do it. This is um. This is someone who you've got passion with, who's exciting, and you're excited about. Run away with him. Screw the life behind you. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> do it. Write it all in a diary. Leave it underneath a stone somewhere in Salisbury, and I'll go find it, and we're gonna read it. <laughs> We've got the new Bridgerton right here. I don't know why, I said but it. I do. I think it's like Lady Chatterley's lover. Like, just yeah. do it. Just. Go for it. I, and I think that in all things in life. you got to go get your bit, have some passion, have some fun, because it could all be over tomorrow. Don't be worrying about those fucking rubbernecks at mass who mm. were always whispering and shuttering. It's only because they've never had a passionate affair. They open their umbrella longingly every day. <laughs> always wanting a note. They, they're they're looking around at mass, them. looking for glances, and everyone's avoiding they their gaze. They wish for notes inside their of their gaze. <laughs> gaze, G-A-Z-E. <laughs> Run away. Yeah, do it. I really hope that Jemima did. I really hope that she, you know, took a leaf out of the Italians' book. Yeah. And the Spaniards too. They've got better food than us. They've got, uh, they're in the European Union. Better Better food. They've got better weather. They've got a, a sexier sort of image I want to know what was the scandal about it but yeah. anything I think that would just make what it way more forbidden? fun it would make it way more fun just, yeah, just no. go for it just do, <laughs> just do it I just just do it get your bet <laughs> as, as I always say um, okay I think that's maybe all for this week yeah yeah I think so um, wonderful stuff Ruby anything to shout about I know you do Brighton. Brighton. There we go. <laughs> the coronation weekend, 6th and 7th. I'm doing a show, 4.30 at the Carolina Brunswick. Woo! I know the Carolina Woo. Brunswick. You and I have done a gig at the yeah, Carolina Brunswick <laughs> last May. Yeah. Uh, it's a lovely place. You should all go see Ruby. You should all go to the Carolina Brunswick. It's a great place. It has great comedy shows. You should go see Ruby. I am doing a work in progress show on the 23rd of May. That's right, Yay. ladies and gentlemen. I know the date. <laughs> 23rd of May 23rd of May it's Tuesday 7pm nice and early so like come after work we'll do that for an hour and then we can all be home by 9pm nice easy breezy beautiful cover girl 23rd of May please come please it would be really really useful if people came to this it's only my second one Um, but um, yeah it's important the uh, audience come and nice people and if you haven't seen me um, do a whip yet come it's it's 45 minutes of this and it's really good it's (laughs) It's it's yeah it's it's fun and it's getting there. I'm really worried that the first time was a fluke and that this one's going to be terrible because I kind of wish the first time had been bad and then I'd be like cool. In a way, it wasn't perfect, but yeah, you know when you're like, oh no, now I've got a maybe maybe that okay. was a one off. Catherine is underselling. It was fantastic. Come along for a great time because Catherine. Is but a just keep your comic. expectations low at the Who's same time. A great MC, great comic, most wonderful material. Anyway, story to sell. So you'll have a great time. We'll I also time. am all of those things too. Ruby Come is all of those things too. Absolutely. Um, but have yourselves a great week. And we this is from and thanks twenty one. Twenty one zero and loving round. C a s s e l l. Um, Kessels, 14th of March, 1857. Oh my God, we've got an exact date. 14th of March? Yeah. Ooh. I know, yeah. This one's specific. This book is more specific. So it's Victorian times. And this is to Jemima. That any respectable girl 
of nearly 17 should spend her visits to church in giving and receiving passionate glances from a stranger. Okay, also, what's with all of the shame the episode so far? Both it's <laughs> religion. Has been- Just because you were raised with 